So in this lesson, what we're going to be talking about is strategies for the verbal reasoning section of the MCAT. And just a very general overview, what we're going to be looking at is first off, timing strategies, then just some general strategies, and finally some tips that hopefully can increase our score. So the first thing is timing, and this is very similar to what we've seen before, especially with biology, but in verbal it's very important as well, probably more important than timing. So in week one through three, what we're trying to do is practice for accuracy. We're trying to find what exactly this test is testing for. What is the verbal reasoning? What will the questions look like? What are the passages kind of about? And what should we look for within the passages to have an easier time answering these questions? Right? So build accuracy, not so much timing in the first couple of weeks. Week 4 through 12 is really when we try to build time. Because this is a very time-intensive test. Specifically, this subject is very time-intensive in that you know, most people can do very well in the verbal reasoning because there's a lot of hints built in within the passage. But it's all about how can you find that? How do you have enough time to find that? Right? So that's why when we practice, when we do practice problems, you have to kind of stay very strict to these time guidelines so five questions seven minutes six questions eight minutes seven questions nine minutes and that's just the average that we've seen in the past and so how do we actually break up our studying right so in my opinion how do we break it up is one to two passages every day the reason why we're breaking it up is because verbal reasoning is just like any type of language it's all about practice as soon as you stop practicing it you're going to lose it. You're going to lose that strategy. You're going to lose how you approach these different things. You're going to lose how you actually read these passages. Right? So it's important to stay active in regards to doing just a little bit each time. So I want to do passages every day. Make sure they're timed. As soon as we get into you know week 4 through 12, make sure it's timed. And so the reason is because this allows time for experimentation. Right? If you just do one entire test each setting, what you're going to see is that you can't try different things, right? Because each time is going to be an entire seven passages and it's just going to be too risky to, to, to try something different each time, right? But with one to two passages every day, you can actually try a lot of different things within each passage, right? So it's going to allow a lot of time for building up strategies and trying different things. The next thing we'll be looking at is actually knowing when to mark the questions. And this is somewhat what I mentioned before, but pretty much you should only mark a question if you're spending more than one minute. Right, So that's kind of the exception that I mentioned before that you should never skip around. But if you're spending more than a minute to actually answer this question, now is the time when you just want to move on. You want to mark the question or guess and just move on. But the difference between other subjects, for example, in biology or in the physical science sections, when we mark a question, we'll answer everything, the entire test, and then we'll come back to it after we finish you know, the entire biological science questions. But in this situation for verbal, once you mark a question, you have to answer it before you move on to the next passage. And this is not something that the test tells you to do, but this is something that I think is a very good strategy. And the reason why is this, is that chances are you will never remember what this passage is about after you've moved on to the next passage. It's very different from biology or chemistry or physics, right? In those subjects, in the science subjects, when you come back to it, you probably will still remember what the passage was about. You'll probably still remember, you know, what the science is actually asking for. But in verbal, it's very different, right? Just because they're talking about, you know, a lot of times it's fictional stories, you know, things that can kind of be very similar among the different passages, especially if there are a lot of humanities passages built within there. Uh, so it may be difficult. It may be very difficult for you to kind of piece together what was this passage even talking about once you've done six other passages. 
So the next thing is actually how to stay focused. And I think this is one of the biggest issues for the verbal reasoning is that people tend to, if you ever caught yourself reading a passage and all of a sudden, halfway through the passage, you thought about it and said, well, what was this even about? You know, you read the half of the passage and after you're thinking about it, you don't even know what you read. You know, your eyes were just moving and you kind of dozed off, right? You kind of drift off in your mind. And so I think that this is one of the biggest issues, but it's something that we kind of need to psych yourself into. You have to lie to yourself. You have to just tell yourself that this is the most interesting subject that you've ever learned about, even if it's probably not going to be. But you have to pretend like it's your hobby. It's something that interests you. But I think even more important than that is ask yourself while you're reading the passage, what is the most important aspect of this specific paragraph, right? If you keep asking yourself, why is this important? What am I learning new? You know, what am I going to get out of this? And I'll show you actually some questions that you should ask yourself during the paragraph or during the end of the passage. Um, it'll definitely keep you on track. It'll keep you a lot more focused and it'll allow you to actually understand the passage a lot better. You should definitely try it and see if it works for you. If you find yourself talking too much in your head, one thing that you always have in the back of your mind, but you're not totally thinking of is what is the importance of this paragraph or of this passage, I guess. And highlighting or note-taking can also be a very effective way to stay focused and to you know, continue to just be interested. So I guess the final thing that we're going to be talking about is actually mapping the passage. And we talked about this briefly in the biology section when we were either writing a sentence or a word for every single paragraph or passage. And specifically for verbal, this is going to be very useful, especially when we're first starting off, right? When we're not timing things, we're just trying to get into the gist of things and really figure out what is verbal testing for and how can we improve on it. Right? We can ask ourselves a couple questions right? while we're actually going through the passage. And remember we mentioned before we kind of staggered the way we did it, where we were actually physically writing out in the first couple of weeks. And then after that, maybe in week four through eight, well, now we're just maybe writing it out for the entire summary of the passage. And finally, on the test day, we're just thinking about it. And I think that is fairly applicable to the verbal reasoning as well. You know, while we're practicing, we can kind of answer some of these questions, but eventually they're just being ingrained into our brains so that we'll be asking our, ourselves these questions while we're reading. So you can ask yourself some questions, either, you know, individual paragraph or the passage as a whole. What is the main idea? I think that a lot of people... If you can't answer this question, um, chances are it's going to be very hard to answer other questions, right? And you would think that, okay, everybody should be able to answer the main idea passage, but it's actually a lot more difficult than you would think if you aren't looking for it, right? So always look for that question. What is the main idea of this passage and specifically the paragraph? What is the mood of this passage or paragraph? You know, what, what, what are they effectively trying to write for? You know, was this written as a research article, as a magazine diary, either trying to persuade somebody or they're just trying to inform you? You've probably seen a lot of these mood questions or the purpose of the passage, things like that. And you can ask yourself that as you go through each passage or each paragraph, see if anything ever changed, right? That's one thing you should do is identify if there's ever a shift, right? If there's a shift in the passage, you know, there's some type of opinion and then all of a sudden it's shift, we'll make note of that, right? What was the point of the passage? That's kind of similar to the main idea, but it's more likely, you know, why did they write it, right? And what do you think, or who do you think could be writing this passage or paragraph? You know, was it a professor? Was it just a simple, you know, person just writing for fun? Uh, who exactly was it? And specifically, is it 
for example, put some type of demographics. Was it a man, a woman, a little boy, or somebody who's much older? Right, those type of things may seem not very important, but they actually are very important simply because, especially for for this thing, is who do you think could be writing the passage or paragraph? You know, if it's a little boy, well, then you can kind of answer some of the other questions as well. What is the mood, right? Uh, who do you think the audience was for? What was the point of it, right? Some of those questions can be answered by actually answering this very easy question. Who do you think could be writing this passage or paragraph? So that's why for me, you know, you're not necessarily going to be asking yourself these questions every single paragraph, right? Because this is five questions that's going to take forever, but maybe in the beginning, maybe in the beginning, just ask yourself that and maybe write it down and see how it goes on a specific passage and see if you get an increase in score, increase in accuracy. I think that this is definitely going to improve your accuracy for sure. Be sure to check out our website, medicalbasics.com, for more educational resources like our H&P Notebook. And don't forget to follow us here or on YouTube for more tips and lessons.